This is AutoLine Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. Say, could Tesla have a blowout sales quarter? Sure looks that way. Yesterday, Elon Musk tweeted that the company's on track to sell 110,000 cars this quarter, the first time its sales have ever cracked the 100,000 mark, and the stock jumped 20 bucks a share on the news. This could be an impressive milestone for Tesla. It still only has one assembly plant, and it's lost most of its sales subsidies in the U.S. If the company does sell over 100,000 cars, it shows that demand is strong and that there's a lot more upside potential once it gets its plant in China up to speed. Speaking of Tesla, I had an interesting phone interview with Jason Torchinsky yesterday. He's a senior editor at Jalopnik.com who just wrote a book about autonomous cars called Robot Take the Wheel. And he's pretty critical of Tesla's autopilot system, starting with the name Autopilot. And you can find that interview right now on our YouTube channel. And you know, at some point in the future, electric cars are going to catch on. And that poses a risk for tens of thousands of workers who manufacture traditional piston powertrains. Get this. A piston engine car uses over 100 forgings. An EV uses less than 10. A traditional car uses 150 pounds of aluminum castings. An EV uses 80. And of course, EVs don't need radiators, exhaust systems, mufflers, or a host of other components. Even if electric car sales only reach 25% of all sales, that could eliminate 30,000 jobs just in the U.S. alone. And it's not as if those jobs can transition to making EV batteries, because battery assembly is already 99% automated. You know, we've probably got about a decade before this really starts to hit home, and every country that makes cars better start making plans right now to figure out how they're going to deal with this job displacement. Opening the door is the first interaction people have with their car. Make it a positive experience. With XL Entry, we'll help you make it smoother, quieter, and safer. We are KeyKurt, the global technology leader in automotive locking systems with operations in Metro Detroit. Open the door to new access systems. Visit us on newentry.com. KeyKurt, technology that leads. Williams Advanced Engineering is the battery supplier for the all-electric racing series, Formula E, and it's pumping some of the knowledge that it learned into a very innovative battery pack. It uses what they call adaptive multi-chem technology that combines Samsung cylindrical cells with pouch cells from A123 systems. The cells are separated from each other in each module, with the cylindrical cells providing energy density and the pouches giving high power. Each module uses a bi-directional DC to DC converter to deliver the energy, even, even allowing energy from one cell to power up the other. This setup results in a 37% increase in energy density. The 60 kilowatt hour battery has a peak power output of 550 kilowatts which it can deploy in a 20-second pulse, and it can absorb that same amount of energy in regeneration for 10 seconds. The pack's also lighter, including the outer case. It weighs 385 kilograms. 
That's roughly 850 pounds. For comparison, the 60 kilowatt battery pack in the Chevy Bolt weighs 960 pounds. William says the new battery would be a good application in motorsports, hypercars, and even airplanes. Say, why is it that other electric vehicles from traditional automakers can't match the range of Teslas? Could it be that they're scared? Scared of disappointing and losing their customers? Jalopnik recently did an interesting comparison with the Audi e-tron. It has a 95 kilowatt hour battery that provides 204 miles of range, which is way less than the Tesla Model S 370 miles from a 100 kilowatt battery. But because charging a battery to full capacity is not good for it, Audi allows 83.6 kilowatt hours of the battery to be used. The e-tron also has a pretty intense cooling system for both the battery and motors, which also saps more power. Audi says it could have provided more range, but its research suggests that the majority of its customers would charge overnight at home, so more range is less of a concern to them. Well, that kind of surprises us. All the consumer surveys show that driving range is a major concern for people considering EVs. And besides, Tesla's batteries have proven to be quite reliable. Okay, enough of all that EV stuff. Let's talk muscle cars for the moment. Dodge just announced prices for the 2020 Charger lineup, which now includes the Charger Scat Pack widebody and Hellcat widebody and the limited production 50th anniversary Daytona Charger, which adds an extra 10 horsepower and is priced at just over $74,000. The Charger Hellcat widebody gets a minor grill facelift and extra interior options and costs just under $70,000. The Scat Pat widebody has less horsepower than the Hellcat widebody, but offers some suspension perks and it costs just under 50 grand. And if you got that kind of money burning a hole in your pocket, they all go on sale early next year. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Keykurt, technology that leads. The UAW strike against General Motors is closing in on two weeks long, and it's really starting to hurt a lot of innocent bystanders. Obviously, it's impacting the hourly workers at General Motors, and it's costing the company a lot of money, but it's also starting to hurt a lot of other people. Suppliers to GM are laying off thousands of hourly workers. While some of the large multinational suppliers have been able to temporarily assign their workers to doing maintenance or taking training, smaller suppliers don't have that luxury. They just lay their people off. And these are people who make less money than the UAW workers, don't get their kind of benefits, and who don't get any strike pay. This is one of the issues I have with the union and its strike strategy. It talked about how insensitive General Motors is, but the union is equally insensitive to working men and women who don't belong to the union. And while GM will pay its hourly workers an $8,000 signing bonus for settling the strike, those supplier workers will get nothing. In many cases, the strike's going to cost them at least two weeks' pay or more if the strike goes on longer. So for me, the cry of solidarity forever rings a bit hollow when I see the hardships that it's causing for so many others. So let's hope that the strike 
get settled this weekend. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you back here on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.